Get an inversion table. We had one at one point. I hear they're great. I couldn't get back up. I was inverted. And no, and everyone left me, and I was just hanging upside down. Are you serious? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Didn't I use it, and Charlie freaked out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing yeah. about that. Or was I there? I can't remember. I, I think it was before you arrived. Because okay. I some somehow I got I got to the house before you, and Corey's <laughs> like, hey, I got the Jim's inversion table. You want to try it? And Charlie's like, like, what the fuck, Andre? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was freaking out. I remember that. Trivia After Show, episode number nine. I have one more after this, finally. I'm just sure it sucks. Yeah, it's a it's a little grueling to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah I'm just not going to do it, and we'll just go to something else. No, you got to. Yeah. You get to five. Then after year five, we can do something else for an in-betweener. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Large, small, in-betweener. Everyone likes a cleaner wiener. Do you remember that thing that was going on on the internet? The wiener cleaner was like the circular soap thing. Everyone's like, yeah, that's what you use. <laughs> yeah, I had one. It was uh, a fo- in a football. It was yeah. In a football. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah. Dumb trivia after show episode uh, nine. Our, All right. Our poor shower in Susquehanna. <laughs> <laughs> Would never drain between the hair and the cum. <laughs> it was a mess. And the abortion. Oh. One time it happens. You well, you know what? Out. Guess what? Still clogged it. Remember when Andres broke our toilet? Yeah. Oh, Andres broke our toilet. And, yeah. Um, Corey and I were both gone, and he didn't like explain it well enough. And the way he texted it to us was that he broke. No, 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 no. no, no. Corey was, was still there. I was on you the were not there. What happened was I was on the couch. He was leaving, and he goes, "Toilet's broken," and just walked. <laughs> I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Won't flush." <laughs> he needed. <laughs> he, he just walked out. In in yeah. my defense, it. In my defense, I did have a test I had to take, and I couldn't, and I really didn't want to miss it because it was I, for a class that I really fucking hated. And, and we never had an issue with that. Yeah, it was more the fact that he just goes, "Toilet's broken," and walks yeah. out. But you did call somebody before you left, didn't you? I feel like you, at least you told me you did. I don't know. Some, or did, it was some either poor, some poor bastard it was either, showed up. With it was a either plunger. it was either I contacted. I contacted maintenance, or Corey did it for me because my uh, social anxiety goes through the roof when I had when. I, somebody tells me you have to make a phone call. I'll never forget the guy showing up with oh, the plunger no. going, toilet clogged. I <laughs> said, like, I said no, like it doesn't flush. He goes, it's clogged. I said, no, like it literally won't flush. He goes, let me see. And he, and he walks in and he goes to flush it. He goes, oh. he goes, wait, he goes, he goes, I'm going to have to call someone. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we ever figure out what was wrong with it? The piece inside the handle, it was, not, it was just a freak thing that happened to be when Andres was using it. Before you continue. That is just my luck. Yes. <laughs> the thing the thing inside the mechanism that flushes the toilet somehow broke. Or something. Oh, so it's the easy fix. They spent like four hours trying oh, to. did they? They had to take the whole thing apart. Oh. I'm surprised they didn't figure it out like right away as soon well, as you opened the, it up. The problem was because if you remember the toilets, they weren't like the type that you have at home with the with the back. Yeah. yeah, they're the weird it ones. It was the weird yeah. where it was like a, just a pipe into a yeah. wall, yeah. commercialized one. I was going to say, because if it was like one of those like tank ones, I think like we could figure it out ourselves. Yeah, so There's we not had, much to we go had a, with if it was a, If it was a tank one and we figured it out, we could have probably just gone to like the hardware store yeah, and gotten the pieces. Yeah, God, it's not hard. I used to fix my Starbucks all the time. Yeah. So we had a broken toilet and a smoke detector that did not work. Yeah, oh my God. For moving day, we're moving in. The oh, smoke yeah. alarm went off three times. It turns out it was coming from our room and they're like, well, we'll have to like disconnect it and we'll fix it. And they never fixed it. And the next day, they just came with a two-pack of smoke alarms from fucking the dollar store. And like, here you go. Yeah. And we moved out. And we're like, guess that never got yes. sorted. And yeah. then we just took the uh, the ones they gave us down and turned them off. And We lit fires, bonfires. It was yeah. great. Yeah. It was fantastic. We lit the whole couch on fire. No one knew. No one knew. 
it was a fantastic day. But um, I guess Segway, Couches on Fire, Civil yeah. Disobedience. Today, we're finally going to talk about a topic that I've been hinting at. It's a topic that I think should have been taught more to people in school. Because uh-huh. No, that was next episode. By the time you guys hear this, we'll be in the Poconos, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, don't contact us because our phones will be off. Yes. Yeah. Um, we all we all agreed here that we're turning our phones off. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you already agreed. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to you today about something I think should be talked about more, and is the second largest armed uprising in America. Ooh. Go Civil How many War. Arms? One or like two. Four. Woo! Like Goro from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, four. Whoa. That's a lot of fucking arms. Right? A lot of arms. Um, Battle Blair Mountain, West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Part of the era called the Coal Wars. Mm-hmm. This was a battle between coal miners and coal company thugs. Heard oh, okay. I heard it was cold. In West Virginia. It was actually in the middle of summer. It was disgusting. Um, West Virginia exists because they wanted to be part of the Union during the Civil War, so they succeeded. But then the Union recognized West Virginia as Virginia, and that the Virginia that list that left, they said separated. So technically, West Virginia is the real Virginia. Oh. Virginia is the fake Virginia because they were the Confederate state. Yeah. There you go. So, late 1800s, coal mines in West Virginia were rough times. Um, Essentially, slavery slavery with extra steps. You leased your tools Uh from the owners. You lived in company houses, and you got paid in company money. They're going to be used in company stores. See how this could be a problem. Sounds like a scam. It's slavery with extra steps. Because you can't get out. Your options abject poverty in West Virginia or doing this job. You can't just up and leave? Because you didn't get paid in real money. Well, I was going to say, you can't, I mean, you... It's monopoly money. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, you could up and leave, but with what? Oh, what? With, you with, had nothing. Well, with, that, with that, there's the gamble. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> you just the clothes on your back, so yeah. absolutely nothing. You saved no money, you have no player to go. That's right. That That's fucked. Yeah, it's that really fucked. That is so fucked. There's just no safety regulations and no union representation. Well, that's a key point. That sounds about right. Um, If unions appeared, yeah. companies would then send people in to just evict the people who lived in their company homes. Like, you unionize, get fucked. So your options, like I said, pretty bad. Um, they would also just send like private companies after you. Pinkertons were one of the ones. Ooh, okay. The Pinkertons, um, if you do research into them alone, there are a long trail of bodies following them. Um, we're yeah. not going to talk about the Pinkertons, though. We're talking about a group called the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency. Alec Baldwin? No, but people will be shot. Oh, yes. That's um, happened before. We did talk about an armed uprising. Yes. So United Mine Workers started organizing a place called Mingo County, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Coal companies did not like it, so they sent... Baldwin Feltz detectives arriving first in a town called Maitwin to evict the union miners who lived there. Basically, they're like, get fucked, get out of our yeah. town. We know what you're doing, get out. Yes. The mayor of Maitwin, Cabell Testerman, got a small posse together in the town and confronted these detectives at the train station. Uh-huh. A scuffle ensued, Ooh. and after the smoke cleared, seven detectives were dead, along <laughs> with the mayor and two miners. Thus begins the Battle of Blair Mountain. Oh, this yes. is going to be fun. So the Maitland Massacre is what it was then called, caused a bunch of support for the United Mine Workers. Huh. And they just kind of swelled, and a strike began in the summer of 1920, because all the other mine workers kind of rallied behind it. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we're not part of the union, but we can still just strike, because the strikes just stop working. Yeah. Yeah, so they did it. So the coal companies were like, cool, we'll just bring in scabs. So they brought in non-union workers to come in. And over the next few months, a guerrilla war was just fought. Scabby the fought Rat it. wouldn't like that. Scabby the Rat would not. Corey got to experience Scabby the Rat on public one There's time. one by the CVS down my street. Is there? Yeah. For who? Do you know who's? CVS. Oh, CVS? Are they trying to unionize? I don't know. I guess. Hmm. Good. Good for CVS. All I know is that their Scabby the Rat was out there and people were still working outside the building. Still working? Like, there were workers doing work, and Scabby the Rat was just chilling out there with the people protesting. Now, were there people huh. doing work on the building? Yeah. So it was probably um, the construction workers were union, not the CVS people. 
And the people doing work were probably non-union, brought in to do the work, like oh. scumbags. Hmm. Christian Harris' advice for you all, never do non-union work, because after the work's done, they're just going to let you go. That's not what being a freelancer is. Yeah, and that, can, that sucks. You have no real safety, and you usually get charged less. Not in my experience. Wait, safety? Yeah. What do you say? Someone could come, like, poke you with a stick, and you have no real backing. What are you going to do? Andre, stop poking me with a stick. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Send Andre's Oh, that's kid- not a stick. Oh, so those coal companies brought over <laughs> non-union workers, and between the non-union workers and the uh, detective agency, a small guerrilla war was fought. Huh. August 1921. 1921 of yeah. August. It was considered the tipping point when Sheriff Sid Hatfield, who was hailed as a union hero after the Maitland Massacre, was assassinated by Baldwin Feltz agents. Oh, boy. The detectives oh boy. just showed up and like shot a guy, which was something, again, you could do for some reason in the 1920s. That yeah, sounds like now. Shit, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nothing has changed. Yeah. Um, so a few days after that passed, and thousands of Union supporters appeared at the outskirts of Marmot near Charleston, led by United Mine Worker organizer Frank Keeney and mm-hmm. Fred Mooney. Remember these names. Okay. There was a march planned to Mingo County to free the Union men and confront the coal mine owners. Um, these miners were comprised of mostly just regular folk. Right. Most of the regular folk, though, were World War One veterans who came back with weapons that they brought back, considering... Um, including army-grade Springfield rifles and trench guns, <laughs> which at the time would be <laughs> fucking terrifying. Also yeah. it, also illegal, maybe? No. It, um, maybe. In West Virginia, I don't think they cared, because yeah. it's going to get real illegal real fast yeah. as this goes on. I mean, it's just a pump-action shotgun, So, but still, yeah. pro- the, one of the more advanced weapons of the time. Yeah. Um, so there was a Baptist uh, reverend, John Wilburn, with the coal miner uh, union workers who declared, I think this is the coolest line I think ever heard is, it's time to lay down the Bibles and pick up the rifles. Oh. Which is a badass <laughs> <Whoa>. line. <laughs> like, imagine your priest telling you that one day. So, yeah. So, the march would take them through Logan County, which was a coal company stronghold, to mm-hmm. which the sheriff organized a 3,000-person um, posse of state police, deputies, and militiamen, stating that no armed mob will cross the Logan County line. In the time, they created a network of trenches and machine gun nests along Blair Mountain. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got World War One vets attacking you, and you create a trench, trench network. I know. In reality, you're going to create excuse like, me PTSD. These guys are yeah. sort of running through brass and all. For, forget that. It's one. Forget the PTSD. It's just the oh, you guys built trenches and machine gun nests. I dealt with this shit. For I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, you basically gave on their uh, turf. Yeah. Um. So those union leaders, that Keeney and Mooney, when they found this out, the props to them. They tried to call off the march. They were like, this is going to be fucking bad very quickly and yeah. they were right because it got bad fast the ceasefire fell apart very quickly when two miners died after a skirmish with the logan county sheriff's forces that led to ten thousand union men gathering on august 28th exchanging gunfire with the company's supporters these union men mm. were distinguished from the others by the red handkerchiefs around the neck uh do you know where what i'm going with that the rednecks. That's where the term redneck. So there's, oh, two, there's two history lessons. Some people say the term redneck comes from the farmers yeah. giving rednecks work in the fields. Others say where they were the union coal workers who huh. wore rednecks and red bandanas around their neck in solidarity. Red being like the socialist color. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Um, eight third. Yeah. Yeah. August 31st, the Reverend. Impress myself. <laughs> Look at you. Context clues, but I'm proud of you. Yeah. You're a reading comprehension teacher would be fucking over the moon right now. You are. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of my middle school teachers' names. Yeah. Um, so August thirty first, that Reverend we talked about before took seventy five miners into battle against the Logan defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, coincided with a two pronged assault also going on on the trenches. 
didn't really work too well. Um, the Logan Defenders just had superior firepower, which included three private biplanes, which dropped tear gas what? and pipe bombs what? on the miners. <laughs> Luckily, though, these pipe bombs did fuck all because it was in the middle of a dense forest. Oh, yeah. So if you didn't land right on the people, yeah. it wasn't doing much. Yeah. Um, Probably got caught in the trees and exploded in the Essentially, trees. Essentially, yeah. And okay. the tear gas, I don't imagine, hit the ground often because the trees yeah. are also broken. Well, I know the whole problem with using gas in World War One in general was that... Uh, You'd rely on nature. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Wind could either be your best friend or your worst enemy. Exactly. <laughs> so um, a really dark line from it, though, when that uh, Reverend's um, group met a group of the uh, Logan defenders and they gave a... Uh, battle eventually ended with uh, one man dead, another man dying on the ground. One of the uh, Logan County defenders, to which one of Reverend Wilburn's men went up, and while the man was begging for mercy, shot him in the forehead, leading to what was described as like someone turning on a hose of water coming out of his skull. Oh, Jesus. And I think this would also like to be a moment where everything you learn about war and like battles and like shows and stuff are not like... It's not glo- it's not like oh, no. glory. It's all yeah. bad. I think it is all bad. From what I've read, the most accurate depiction of war, I think, in a show I've seen in that era style has been like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like none of the battles are good. They're all yeah. terrible. People are just screaming and crying and like yeah. crying for their mothers, which is an upsetting thing to see yeah. a grown adult crying for their mom. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think also in that uh, for Game of Thrones for um for a lot for a couple of those pitch battles, they got one thing that they got correct was that uh, when Jon Snow was like practically suffocating at one point yeah. because he was just like stuck in such a dense throng mob. Yeah. I think another probably realistic uh, show was Fury. Fury. Yeah. Fury Saves, was, and, Fury was pretty realistic. That and, was saving, private saving, Ryan. private, saving Ryan. private Ryan. One, that opening scene is what I'm thinking of. Like that, that's war. It's not. Yeah. So even though like I'm like pro union, on this side, I also am definitely with those union guys who tried to stop all this because, like, this didn't help yeah. anybody. It just ended up with a lot of people dead. Um, this battle lasted from September 1st to September 4th. when It ended Jeez. when President Harding sent in 2,100 uh, federal troops to break it up, much to everyone's delight. No one really <laughs> liked this. It was yeah. bad. You were fighting in the West Virginia mountains against, yeah. like, essentially just, like, other people just like you. It's pretty yeah. stressful, not cool. Um, we don't even know the death toll. Officially, like, eight people died, but Ugh. from reading accounts, it ranges from 20 to over 100 people dead. Yeah. So, pretty rough. Like, well, that and that and that's, uh, well, I mean, getting back to war casualties, that's why that's why there's a statistic of uh, a certain number of people just missing. Missing, gone, yeah. Because things can get either, they just, things just get so intense that uh, what it, it's possible that whatever remains of a body you just have no way of identifying it. Well, and you found an issue, especially on the union side, where you don't want to identify a body because now you're implicated. If you go, okay. in, oh yeah, I know who that is. I'm like, how do you know who that is? Yeah. Uh, so, um, West Virginia afterwards charged the union leaders Keeney and Mooney, along with 20 other men, with treason, which carries a death sentence. Huh. Along with a couple other hundred men charged with murder. Oh. Okay. Luckily, like, none of these stuck, and mostly everyone was acquitted. I guess under the grounds of this is all just a clusterfuck. Yeah. And... I mean, I did, imagine did the treason charges yeah, held got up. Dropped. Okay, I imagine. Oh, they got dropped. None of the people charged were probably on the coal miner side. Probably. I'm just gonna go out of limb. I didn't read any uh, names. Yeah. So bad. Like I said, bad side of that is a lot of people died, kind of unnecessary, yeah. and it didn't really do anything for the union because it was a pretty much an abject defeat. I mean, they were fighting uphill through a mountain against people with machine guns and biplanes. Yeah. Didn't that, get too far. Backward, probably not. Backwards in the snow shoes. <laughs> Two right. miles both ways. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Good outcome of it is it kind of swayed everyone's opinions on unions and like why people need them 
Because yeah. everyone was like, why the fuck do these people well, take was, up weapons? Like, yeah. that's why they took up weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, well, that, and I think also part of that would have to be also like labor laws. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. There were like no real protections. They were just working yeah. on coal mines. And did you know when coal mines need to have a sprinkler system going near all times because coal ash is very flammable? Yeah. You I remember. Dampen I think. Really? Yeah. I remember you mentioning so that. So you're just wet the whole time? More or less. That, that's why when they come out, they look like they're just completely soaked in like coal dust and stuff because yeah. it's like. I never really. I'm the pictures of miners. They're completely yeah. like blackened. Yeah. 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 No, it's like wet. It, like that's why it stains. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's not fun. No, it's uh, it's, it's not. not it's so, someone's got to do it. I guess. Uh, not real. No, wait. No, they don't. What are we talking about? It's 2022. No one needs to mine coal anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, it was bad. It was like I said. You had mine collapses, fires, and then like I said, you came home for like no wages, and you went to the yeah. company store. They charged you like. 52 Carlston bucks for a loaf of bread or whatever. And you're yeah. like, there goes all my pay. Yeah, not cool. Ugh, so. yeah. A, mine, a mine collapsing is like... Right? It, it, it like makes my like... Uh, yeah. Ah. Did you ever hear the story of that uh, British uh, splunker who like fell down this like shaft and like they could get to him but they couldn't get him out? Splunking uh. is the dumbest thing i have ever i love seen. going down like tiktok splunking holes though what, it gives me what, such anxiety you ever see what, guys that try and fit through the tightest little holes oh yeah underground i, I don't know if that's you, splunking i don't know if you guys sent it to me or I if hopefully. i just you did okay did. the one where yeah. it's like this hole was so small where this guy said if i breathe in i'm gonna yes. get stuck and every time you hear it go and drag himself through yeah, <sighs> fuck that no, Fuck that. Thank God I'm fat. That yeah, fat I was going to say, no, none of us could fit there. Even Andres couldn't. Um, yeah, Andres is broad. I, I choose life, so uh, yeah. that that yeah, that like, never would have even occurred to me. Hey, if you ever want to a terrifying movie in that vein, a movie called The Descent, about these women who go um, cave splunking, and they're like, oh, it's okay, it's not a big deal, and they get in the cave, and like a collapse happens. They're like, oh, it's fine, we can like go to the exit. And the lady's like, I'm sorry, what? No, we can't go to the exit, because this is an uncharted cave. I thought it'd be a fun adventure. <sighs> and it turns out they're also just cannibals underground. It's called The Descent. It's great. I love it. No, I'm good. So what happened? I won't watch it. Oh, yeah, I won't okay. watch it either. So the movie opens... Spoiler alerts for anybody who were wondering. Yeah, I guess spoiler. Dumb trivia movie corner. So the woman, her husband and daughter dies in a crash. So they're like, hey, let's go like get you out. We're going to go like cave diving, spelunking. They get in there and like collapses. And they're like, oh, man, they're in this open area. And they're like, well, we can just go to the exit. And the girl's like... Psh. No exit, not, uh, I thought it would be fun to do, it didn't seem like it would be difficult, and they get all mad at them. As they're going, they're realizing they're like bones and shit, and they're these like cannibal monsters that can't see because they're in the dark, but they can hear and everything, and mm -hmm. just goes south. One girl accidentally kills another one of the girls because she thinks it's a monster, and then another girl finds that and is like convinced like the main girl murdered her because she's crazy, oh, and boy. eventually the girl has to fight and kill a bunch of these monsters and kill that other lady. And Did she they see the monsters? And they had, like, flares and flashlights, but the monsters couldn't see them because they were blind, oh. but they could hear oh. really well. Eventually, they got out. Um, oh, so these, like, so these like monsters have been in that cave for a mm -hmm. long time. Yeah, they're, like, they find, like, ancient cave, like, etchings on the walls and shit. Oh, boy. Um, girl gets out. Uh, there's two cuts. The one, turns out the other girl that was attacking her lives and kills her in her car at the end. <laughs> and the other cut, which is the American cut, is that's in her head, and she does get out so they can make a sequel, The Descent Part 2, which wasn't as good, but it was still pretty good. I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah, I'm going to pass good on that Good movie, though. Uh, but we'll, we'll leave it to you. We'll leave it to you yeah. to be your movie. Yeah. That's uh, Battle of Blair Mountain and The Descent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a bummer. For you, bud. Thanks. You're welcome. I got one more for you next time. All awesome. right, cool. Yeah, then maybe we, I'll uh, do a happy subject. Yeah, and then we uh, and then we pass on the baton to you, Corey. Yeah, Ugh. how do you feel about that? I feel great. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. <laughs> Honestly, you probably spend like 45 minutes total on all five episodes doing the research. If you're like me, it's up to you, man. What, what, what topics? Do you think? Well, 
Body hair. <laughs> Burping. Yeah. All right. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey. You, use your use your questions as inspiration. That's At true. least that's what I did. Okay. So, hey. Thanks for listening to Dumb Trivia After Show number nine. Yeah. Where Christian tells you about union history. If you like that, tell your friends. Find us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Find us on Spotify. Give us four and a half stars. Share the podcast. Donate money at ko-fi.com slash dumb trivia. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Crimbus Rimbus, where you can interact with me and other co-hosts like Corey, which is at don't um give us four and a half stars on Spotify. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> I don't us. even know if you can give half stars on Spotify. Give, give us five. But you can follow me at Corey W099. And you can follow me on Instagram. And you can follow Andres yeah. at there's no way this app will last. Thank you for listening to Dumb Trivia After Show, Episode 9. Please come back next week where you will hear Dumb Trivia, Episode 16 proper. We hope you stay safe, and we hope we make it back from the Poconos without falling down any holes and meeting cannibal people or getting in union gun battles. Outro the roll. It's Dumb Trivia, where the questions are dumb and the hosts are dumber. It's Dumb Trivia. You'll probably learn a lot of things you didn't want to discover. You don't win anything, but that's all right. You can look down on your buddies with your bragging rights. Hang with Corey, Andres, and Christian, too. They're best friends, now they're friends with you. Knowing nothing is the only criteria. Come on, it's dumb trivia.